I have this argument all the time, like ignorance in like the black and Spanish community is always highlighted. And I think it's just because like words like, you know, the, the N word, you know, and I say the N word. I'm just going to let you guys know this. A nigga. That's how I say it, too. I say it like a Chinaman. Um, but I grew up saying that shit. And the concept behind that word is like a nigga is like ignorant. Right. But you see that in all types of cultures. So I use the word not just for like black or Spanish people. I think Irish people are the niggas of white people. Like you're white niggas. Not like genetically. Like white niggas genetically are Italians because they were conquered by the Moors. Um, They have a lot of the Sicilians. They got a lot of black blood. I look at a lot of Sicilians like, are you sure you're not Puerto Rican? Um, But they don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear that. The food is too fucking good to be that white. You know what I'm saying? Um, They got some, some Negro in them. Uh, but yeah, Irish people, if you, you talk about the definition of that word, they some fucking niggas. They like to drink. They like to fight. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> they do a lot of ignorant shit. Conor McGregor was the biggest nigga I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> this guy got a little bit of money. He started wearing leopard fucking coats with tights to match. You know what I mean? He wore a cup everywhere, so his, his fucking bulge looked extreme. This guy was a nigga. He was a fucking... He is a nigga. He's still around. Um, there's that clip of Conor McGregor just ruining any any credit that the Irish community's got. Okay, you moved to New York City uh, at a time period where you know you could take advantage of your whiteness, and you worked really hard, and you fought tooth and nail, and you, you own a lot of... Uh, you know. Various positions in different industries and Irish people are not doing uh, nearly as bad as the black and Hispanic community. But I see you guys in reality, you bunch of niggas. Um, yeah, Connor, man. Fuck. That, that was a nigga. Black people love Connor. Spanish people love Connor. Because he's a fucking, you know what I'm saying? Let's be honest. Uh, there's that clip of him like back in Ireland. And this is when you know somebody has issues because he's making all the fucking money. And it's not even like he has pent up aggression. The guy fights for a fucking living. He goes to work and gets punched and punches people. That's his job. You should be, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like a porn star raping somebody. Like, what do you have left, bro? What do you have left? You're getting your, your you know, double dick sucked from beautiful women on a fucking Wednesday and you want to go, you know, hang around the parks and, and find somebody at nighttime? Like, what are you doing? Connor is like a, a fucking porn star rapist. There's no logic behind it. The guy is in a bar, offers somebody a fucking shot of whiskey. And an old man, the guy is probably on medicine or he just didn't want to fucking take the drink. Whatever the fuck, the, you know, the point of it. He just didn't want to do it. And uh, the guy rejects him and he whoops the fucking guy's ass. An old man. A professional fighter whooped the man's ass because he rejected his offer of alcohol. That's some nigga shit. You know? Um, Let's call it like it is. That's so weird because I am Puerto Rican and I grew up saying that word. And I I could completely understand outside of 
the Northeast of America, how radically strange that is for people. Because there's no reference point. You know, you look at me. I got light skin. I think I have African features. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm nowhere near dark. You know, in the summertime, I get a little tan. My hair is, is pretty, like, straight. So I can understand the logic behind a lot of, you know, people around the country being like, yo, I'm going to fuck this guy. I mean, well, come try it, baby. <laughs> come try it, baby. That's my first thing I got to tell you. But, um, no, no, just staying on the topic of, like, thinking about it. Um, no ego shit behind it. Just thinking about it. Like, I can understand somebody's anger and be like, yo, who do you think you are saying that word? Not knowing the culture that I'm from. The reason that word is popular in the first place because it does come from the black community. We know it comes from slavery. We know black people switched it to mean a positive. All that being said, in pop culture, in the modern era in 2022, that word being said a lot, I really attribute to hip hop. And that's my culture. You know, I don't care if the number one hip hop artist right now is from the South or from the West Coast or whatever the fuck. That style of music is from New York City. It's from Harlem. It's for, it started in the Bronx. It's from Brooklyn. It's from New York. Like, come on. And the people who created hip hop were black, not just American black people, Caribbean black people and Puerto Ricans. How does something start in the Bronx and Puerto Ricans are not involved? Come on. You've never been there. You can't you can't tell me that we, we, we wasn't in that. I mean, hip hop historians know this. You know. People know this shit. It's like Fat Joe. If Fat Joe wasn't bald, I don't know if he could be a rapper. Because he had like the fucking straightest bowl cut. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that killed the whole vibe. You'd be like, this nigga is... He looked like... You know what I mean? With the bald head, he kind of looked like Buddha. But if he had hair, he would just look like a fat... You know, weird looking white man. You got green eyes and shit. I don't got green eyes. There's a lot of real dark skinned people in my family too. Like I'm not white Puerto Rican in the sense of like my whole family's like Anglo or we like marry into the white because there's a lot of Spanish people that be on it. There's a lot of Spanish people that are on the, you know, I gotta marry light and I gotta keep this light shit going because they idolize white people and all this sick mentality. My family, I got a lot of black, and when I'm saying black people, I'm not talking. You know what I'm saying? Like Dominican looking. I'm talking like African looking people in my family. You know? I'm proud of that. I'm proud of all my mixing because I love myself. And I'm not one of those sick Puerto Rican or Dominican or Cuban people. They're sick in the head if they're walking around. Call, just You know what I'm saying? They, they get a little bit of money and they don't want to go to Africa. They want to go to Spain. I'm not saying don't go to Spain, but I'm saying like, you know, pay... Pay some homage to everything that you are. And it gets worse. Like, it gets... There's more conflict with people who are darker, too. Maybe my, my girl tells me that because my girl's dark skin. Bing, bang, bow. Um, I hear all the fucking people from the South. He's a nigger lover. Yes, I am, ladies and gentlemen. You know, <laughs> I don't like white girls. I'm just be real with you. Um, and I'm way more of a nigger than my girl. Are you kidding me? Oh, ho, 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 ho. I'm from the projects. I had to crack cocaine in my household growing up. You know what I mean? Gang, gang, gang. Crack Babies United. 
we should get like a union for crack crack babies. Um, anyway, yeah, yeah, she had like a real stable house. She's a, she's an immigrant from Trinidad, and um, her parents were real square, real square working class people. But um, yeah, what was I talking about? I was talking about niggas, man. I was talking about niggas, man. Can I get canceled before I even like make any type of noise in the podcast world? They're going to pull this up. It's like, I'm going to get a fucking big gig one day and be like, oh man, you finally fucking made it. And then I'm going to have to have that conversation. But like when I said nigga, I was talking about Puerto Rican niggas. No. <laughs> um, if you're from New York, you understand. If you're not and you don't understand, I appreciate your point of view, but I don't want to fucking hear it. I'm not here to educate people on why I do what the fuck I do. And I take what what comes from it. You know what I mean? I take what the fuck comes from it. You know, it's funny to me too, because what would actually happen, there's this video I saw on Reddit, um, the best website on the interwebs in this planet of earth. If the aliens ever like get a broadcast of anything, if they have like fucking radio transmitters on their planet and they pick up any random you know, emissions from our planet, any information with all the fucking Wi-Fi and shit bouncing around TVs and cell phones. I just pray they get a Reddit feed. I pray they get my Reddit feed so they can see what the fuck we really are. You know, I pray that they don't get no fucking blue pilling, super plugged into the Matrix person's social media. And they're like, oh, my God, it, you know, commenting and liking other people's babies and uh, cat videos. Beautiful. No, I want them to get my shit. You know, see the sick fucking things that I see. Because I, I have a real scope on humanity. You know, I watch it all. I watch the women talking about, you know, women's rights, you know, by day. And at night, they're choking on dicks and selling spit in a box to creepy white men. Um, I watch people in fucking Southeast Asia, Asia get fucking amputated. Because they said something wrong. Or they talked out against the king or some shit. I watched like a group of fucking Indians try to rape a girl on a crowded train. I watch it all. I watch it all. I'm fair, baby. My memory card is diversified. My my mental iCloud, my brain's iCloud is well diversified. I have all the information. Ladies and gentlemen. That being said... I really hope they see this shit. I saw it recently. There was this uh, funny thing. There was this white kid that he did. And I was like, oh, that's smart. He goes to a college campus and he's dressed up like the biggest fucking white boy tourist on the planet. I used to live in Los Angeles. I've said it a million times. I'm Hollywood. But you go down to San Diego, it's like a, a fucking walk over the bridge and you're in Mexico. So... People from Southern California, they go to Mexico all the time, the kids and college and yada, yada, yada. And it's not an uncommon thing to see some frat boys, some white boys throw on a poncho, you know, throw on one of them big sombreros with the Mexican flag all over it and walk on down there and get them some kitty pussy. No, um, that's a real common thing. White boys do that shit all the time. And he does a social experiment, so to speak. He gets on a college campus with these kids who are fucked. This new generation that is coming up that's over-politicized and they're super woke. God damn, I pray for you guys. God damn. Do you talk about people's rights before you suck dick? 
before you do cocaine, before you drink alcohol, you boring pieces of shits. When I was a young man, we got down to the business. We wasn't talking about feelings. Um, and I had a great childhood as a result of that. So I advise you guys to stop thinking and do more fucking. This guy goes around a college campus. He's interviewing all these kids. And he's a kid too. He's like, does this outfit offend you? He's wearing like Mexican. She even has like a fake Pepe Le Pew mustache. It was great. And every kid, regardless of race, black, white, Spanish, Indian, they're all like these, you know, they're college kids and they all speak proper and they had that type of life. So they're all like, that's super offensive. You're not considering the emotions of a people. You're culturally appropriating. You're making a mockery of something that is legitimate culture. You are parading yourself around with your white privilege. And don't get me wrong. I'm from the hood. I hate whitey. I re- Sincerely, I fucking hate whitey. But that whole white privilege thing is corny. Corny. White privilege and, and white, white male privilege and male toxicity. That's not why racism exists. I'll leave that being said for that and go on that a little bit later. But let's stay on topic. He goes and does this to all these people. They have all these fucking similar. It's like they're robots. They're just recanting the same response. Same response. Same response. Same response. I was taught. I was taught. I was taught. He goes to a fucking neighborhood with older Mexican guys, older Mexican women. They're working. They got businesses. They got food carts. He asks them all the same questions. Like, does this offend you? They're like, nah, man, you look good. You're looking good, kid. <laughs> like, they don't give a fuck. They don't give a flying dick. Because that's that's the reality that we exist in. I forgot the point I was making that for. Um, I'll listen to this recording. But, like, there was a good joke there and I missed it. And I'll cut myself. Um, that's how I teach myself to stop making mistakes. I just go into the bathroom. I turn the faucet on and I get a little razor. And I play some rock music. And I cut myself. Oh, you don't deserve life. Um, emo. 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 Thank God I grew up in the fucking hood. I never went through that phase. I don't understand that. Call me crass. You know, say call me a little bit insensitive. I've had a lot of trauma in my life, ladies and gentlemen. I never thought, hey, let me go fucking cut myself. Eh? Let me cut myself on my dick skin so nobody can see it because I'm crying out for help, but I really don't want the attention. (laughs) Or like people that kill themselves because they're getting Facebook bullied. I'm like, wow, that's what it took for you? I was getting my head stomped in. (laughs) I just had to show up and see those same people. (laughs) You just got to fucking, hey, what's up, man? It's a funny thing about the hood too. Like you don't realize the difference of culture. You know, hood, you could have like a horribly traumatic event with somebody in seventh grade. Like they fucking jumped you and beat you in the face with a fucking belt buckle or stomped you the fuck out with, with Nike boots and shit like that. And in the eighth grade, you guys are friends. You know what I mean? The point is not always revenge. It's not always this, you know, being traumatized and needing therapy in the hood. It's just you don't, you can't be a, va- a vagina. You can't be a pussy. That's survival. You got to just show, yeah, I got my ass whooped and I'm ready to fight. Now I'm saying, now I'm saying, now I'm saying, yeah, yeah. Um, which naturally 
to be very honest, if I didn't grow up how I grew up, I would be the biggest fahina. I think a lot of people, a lot of men are, are scary. A lot of men are scary, naturally. I think, you know what I'm saying? You have to go through that shit. I mean, there's those like fucking psycho alpha people who just like, they want to fight in third grade. Just like, fuck, I need to let this anger. I have too much testosterone and I have my balls haven't even dropped yet. Um, there are all those people. I wasn't one of those guys. I was real like easy going. I would like to call myself an intellectual. If I could, your honor, I'd like to represent myself in court. Sir, you're you're in a prison cell. You're talking to the CEO, talking to a corrections officer. Yana. Um, I would be that dumbass. I would I would represent myself in court and then call the judge. Your Majesty. Um <laughs> called the wrong name. Um what was I just talking about? Uh, I was talking about the hood. I was talking about the hood. Talking about the hood. Talking about the hood. The hood of my dick. I'm circumcised. Thank God about that too. Anyway, I was saying, I, I was like, I would have been a vagina. I think most men are vaginas, the vaginas. And um, it took a lot of ass whoopings and situations for me to like get over that. To get very medical here. In your brain, there are two structures that actually resemble testicles. And the irony of life is uh, when you're a coward, you have no balls. And in your brain, these testicle shapes, the, the size of them actually has a positive correlation to how much fear you interpret. They're called the amygdala. Um, so if you have no balls down low and big balls on your brain, that means you're a pussy. But if you have little balls in your brain and big balls down low. Then you're like me. You're a man. You're a man. To be a man. Um, it took a lot of experience for me to defend myself. I was in an alley. They killed my parents. I started wearing leather. I'm describing Batman. Um, that was really homoerotic now that I think about it. He, he wears like fucking leather and he goes out in the nighttime. I think that's what it was. Like the guy that wrote the comic for Batman, he's probably well known. I don't know his name, but he was trying to express like a more heroic, acceptable um, version of what he did, which was like his parents probably got killed by some crackhead and he just started wearing leather and going out night, at, at night and fucking people. He was like a, a closeted homosexual, you know, and his nickname was Batman. <laughs> Hey, yo, he's like, that's not going to work for the public. Let's say he fought crime. He, he had a very deep voice. He had like an overtly deep voice. That's some gay shit to do. You know what I'm saying? That's when a man is clinging on to their masculinity because he's really a little girl inside. Puts on a deep voice and he wears leather. Um, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> Imagine that was what was going on. People do shit. Like, you know what I mean? You get As you get older, you start breaking shit down. You realize nothing is what it seems. There's always some deeper psychological reason for somebody doing something. You know? I'm getting off track here. I wanted to talk about why I am the man that I am today. Because I got kicked in the face, man. Oh. Gas. That's gross. I'm like fucking burping in front of you guys and shit. 
is what I do. This is what I do. This is what I do. Yeah. No, those things, they, they really molded me. And I'm, I'm grateful for those experiences because I could not see myself being one of those guys that's like, I'm not, I'm not saying I got all my shit together. I'm not saying I'm the most courageous person in the world. But there's such bitch energy, man. And getting back onto this concept, I've said this before and I'll say it again. Money validates things and activities and justifies things to a point that's just like exhausting. Like a man can call themselves a man because they have a whole bunch of money, but all their actions are just vaginal. You know what I mean? And the shit that people do, they can have a great job, they can have a nice car, they can have a fucking gorgeous wife with a big old keister. You know what I mean? He can't even please her. You can have all these things that externally define you as a man and still act like a bitch. And there's a lot of guys that do that, man. I need therapy because I got di- my parents got divorced. And- Shut the fuck up. Um, use a use a use a use a bitch. A little Kendrick Lamar. Oh. <laughs> use a use a use a use a bitch. We say your hormones probably switch inside your DNA. That was a motherfucker right there. Use a bitch. Your hormones probably switch inside your DNA. How did he not get canceled? He got to be Illuminati. He was talking about the, the literal process of a, a man turning into a woman. A woman. Let's talk about that. Let's just get deep into it. What the fuck is going on in planet Earth? What the fuck is going on with people? Is this brainwashing? Are people bored? Are people bored? I, there's like people that say it's insensitive. For women to talk about their periods around she-men. Holy fuck. I mean, I'm down with them. Stop talking about the period. Like, stop bitching. You know what I mean? Like, I don't give a fuck. But the logic behind that one, like, you're hurting some six-foot-four guy's feeling that's just fresh off the chopping block. He just got the cucumber snipped. And his feelings are hurt. I would think that guy's a pretty resilient, tough guy to lay on a bed and say, yeah, doctor, just take it all off. You're the fucking barber. Yeah, just shave it all off. Yeah. Don't leave a little dick. You don't want a little dick left over. You just want it all gone. I would cut my dick off and leave the balls and just terrify somebody. <laughs> I just scare the shit out of some unsuspecting person. Some dumb drunk kid. You know, this is if I was gay. I'm not gay. Or not gay um, if I was a woman. Because they're not gay, right? They're they're women. But... um. Yeah, the, the sickness in my mind, regardless of sexual orientation, preference, or gender, would st- I'd still be me. So I'd still want to fuck with people. So that's what I would do. I would make myself look as much like a woman as I can and just, like, tuck my balls. So there'd be a vagina there, and that kid just thinks he's getting fucking lucky. And they'd be like, fly, look at those. And it'd be like a wreath hanging over a doorknob. Um, doorknob. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, man pussy uh, <laughs> they say if you make fun of this shit you are inciting violence onto the community wow what it, i mean people have turned to pussies literally men have turned to pussies and now it's manifesting itself in the physical world and they're getting surgery to get pussies 
Yep, yep, yep. What would I do? I mean, I don't have a son. I have a daughter. I have a daughter and I love her. Daughter. My daughter's sleeping. Oh. Um, But if she was like 19 and she came up to me, she was like, Dad? Because that's how I think she would talk if she was a man mentally. Um, She'd be like, Dad, I wanted to tell you something. We, we live in Atlanta. I'm giving her a New York accent, but stick with me, fucking people. I wanted to tell you something. I, I, I didn't know how to tell you. I, I didn't think your heart could take it. I know that I'm a girl and all, but mentally, I have about a 12-inch fat cock. And she gets a surgery for that? What would I do? You know? How do you talk to me? That is too far in the process of lost for me to intervene. You know what I mean? Like if somebody... That's unfair. When people do that in a relationship, they do a, you know, any type of relationship... Father, daughter, sexual relationship, uh, parent, you know, teacher, student, any any type of relationship where you just hit somebody with the fucking curveball and there's no incremental leading up to like, you know, didn't you get curious like, you know, five years ago and that's where or you just saw a YouTube video. And now you want to fucking throw a dick on there. You know, I don't know how it works. I don't know how it works. I'm only speaking from my fucked up perspective. Let's all take that with a big grain of salt. I've endlessly talked about my abuse. I've endlessly talked about, you know, the instability of my life. I don't believe in therapy. So once again, I might be wrong. This is not life advice. This isn't advice. I just, I'm trying to fucking understand. I'm trying to understand and I can't understand. And there's like news stories, conversations, outrage that comes out every day that just evolves the issue into something that is ever more cryptic. Um... I find myself researching ancient Mesopotamia and uh, Egypt, ancient Egypt and ancient Rome and trying to decipher what those cultures understood that we can't understand because that's more clear. Paintings on a fucking 5,000 year old wall are more understandable for me than why people are chopping their cocks off. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's an exhausting conversation, too. I'm not going to drain my own energy trying to think about that. Let's talk about something else. Let's talk about... Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. I'm a 90s baby. All the way. 90s R&B music. And I wish I never met her. That's a great song. That's a nice little song recommendation. If you are with a girl and that girl is acting like women act nowadays, she acting how women be acting nowadays, they thoughts, they be twerking, they sucking dick for bottle service, they go outside wearing nothing and they come home smelling like sex and you wasn't with them. If you got a lady like that, you know what I mean? Go listen to this song by a gentleman named Carl Thomas, Carl Thomas was an R&B singer in the 90s. Um, he got this song. What is it called? Never Met Her or I Wish or some shit like that. But basically, the lyrics of it, he's talking about a girl that he wishes he never met because they was having a fun. 
he was sliding it in and out. He said, I love you. She said, I love you too. And then she drops the bomb on the nigga. She's like, yo, I got a, I got a man. He's like, you got a man? She's like, oh yeah. And I'm married to him. You married? She's like, oh yeah. And I got kids. He's like, bitch, you shoved human beings out of your twat and you let me fall in love with you. And it's just a great song. And it is before his time, you know, women used to be decent human beings and now they're like men. Good job. Equal rights. So back when women were a little bit more trustworthy, he found a vicious viper of a bitch and she was playing. She was playing with his heart, playing with his head, playing with his heart, playing with his ding dong. Playing with his heart. We got we got ding dongs, but we got hearts too. You know, men can have their heart broken. It's not all about the ding dong touching. When you get a little bit older, though, kind of is like, eh, love is overrated. Who cares? Touch my ding dong, ding dong. Um, yeah, great song. Carl Thompson, Carl Thomas, whatever the fuck his name is. And I don't know the name of the song. You see, guys, this is why you tune into me because I have all the insights. I have all the answers. I know and you don't. I know and you don't. Remember that. What do I know? What do I know? What do I know? (sighs) I'm buying time here because I have nothing to talk about. Oh, I've been talking for fucking 45 minutes. I think that's a fucking podcast. I think that's a podcast. Once again, I'm going to keep on saying it. Right now, we're going to stick with the podcast name. This is the Nothing Important Podcast. What did we talk about? Nothing important. Hope you had fun. Hope you enjoyed yourself. Hope I didn't waste 45 minutes of your fucking time. Or if that's what you were looking for. If you were looking for an escape from this mundane, sick, putrid, decaying society... In the end times, we're in the, the book of revelations. If you were looking for a mental escape, I hope I provided a very elusive, attractive, entertaining escape. You were in my world for a second. You didn't have to be in your world. I'm going to leave you shortly and send you back to the purgatory that is your life. But come back to me. Come back to this heaven, this escape, this vacation. That's what I am. I'm a vacation. And you don't got to pay for it. But you could. You could. You don't have to pay. But you could. You could give me a dollar. There's a link where you can donate. You can you can make me money. Why not? You know? My email is going to be there. Keep on emailing. Keep on sending messages. Encouragement is everything. You guys listen. That's energy transfer. I get to see it on the analytics. When I get into my Red Circle podcast host and I look up analytics and I see how many views I'm getting, my dick gets hard. And that's good for me. Um, I appreciate it. The email again is thekinginsheepskin at gmail.com. Email me. Email me. Email me. Send money. Send money, send money. Donation, donation, donation. This has been the podcast. Thank you very much. Goodbye.